Hello, everyone. It is JC with the You May Need Podcast, Season 4. Okay, this is funny. I've been laughing about this all morning. How's this for confusing? It's Season 4, and it's Episode 6, but it's trait number 5. <laughs> I'm sorry. My head is spinning. I need to maybe fix that. Do two traits in one episode or something, so we're on. We are on trait number 5, and guys, I, I wish you could see my desk right now. Like I have notes and scriptures open and my phone's open to some stuff I've looked up and I have some stuff on my laptop saved. My mind has gone everywhere with this this week. And I'm kind of just jumping in and hopefully just like give it all to the Lord and and hopefully he'll help me make sense of it as we talk. I hope it's not too crazy. <laughs> but here's the thing. So our trait for today I've known all week that this was it. I could feel it almost before we were done with last week's episode. It was in my mind. It was taking notes on my phone. I'm like, I can tell that's where we need to go next. But I didn't want to. (laughs) The trait is patience. Patience. I mean, maybe you looked at the title of the new episode this week and went, eh. I don't really want to listen to that one, right? Is that our favorite sermon topic? Is that our favorite lesson topic, study topic? When we see the word patience, most of the time we're like, oh man, like I know it's like eating your vegetables, right? (laughs) I know I need it, but I really hate it. Okay, so Let's have some fun with this today. Let, we're going to go in a lot of different directions. The other reason I was kind of going back and forth about making this the next trait is that we just kind of finished talking about this in the last season, in episode nine um, of season three, where we talked about one day at a time and how the process can be slow. And I told that stupid little story about my hip, which is another story, by the way. <laughs> I've fallen off the wagon with that true confession. So today's um, today's topic is even more timely for me because I'm trying to get back on the wagon and do better with that. Anyway, sorry, little squirrel there. This, I know we've already talked about this. And so you're like, I hope you're not rolling your eyes and like, we just did this. We're going to go deeper. We're going to go deeper. It has to be on the list. I'm so sorry, you guys. It just, patience has to be on the top 10 list when we're talking about Christ-centered health. I mean, come on, think about the world's approach to getting healthy. In fact, I went online just for fun and all of a sudden you're just like assaulted with how to lose weight fast. One, one of them said, how can I get skinny in two days on Google? How can I lose 10 pounds in three days? Like we're not patient. We want a quick fix. We want a pill that will magically make it go away. And the world caters to that through our medicinal like system, through our diet systems. It's got to be fast. It's got to be easy. It's got to be quick, quick, quick. I do not want this to be long and drawn out. I want to be fixed now. So again, as we center this in Christ, we know it's going to take some patience. We've talked about that. So what more is there to say? If we already, I mean, we didn't just talk about patience in that episode nine. We talked about understanding that it's a process and knowing that we need his grace to get through it. We're going to touch on that a little bit. So what, what more could we even go over that isn't repetitive? That's actually what I was asking myself. Like, okay, Lord, you've been (laughs) prompting me to go there with this topic this week, but 
how do, what more is there? Like, okay, we need patience. He can help us be patient. It's part of the process. Like I get it. But let me just read some scriptures and just come with me and I'll take you where my mind has been exploring this week. Let me find the right scripture. Let's start in James. Um, James chapter one. It talks about, let's, let's do verses three and four in the King James. Um, well, actually, we could start in two where Paul says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, when you have troubles and hard stuff that you're going through. Three, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Verse four, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So I just started playing around with those verses a little bit. Um and going to different translations. And it's amazing. A lot of other translations don't use the word patience. They use other very cool words. Um, the ESV used the word steadfastness. Steadfastness. So I started looking definitions of that and um, synonyms of that. And, and words came up like unwavering, firmly established, steadfast, patient. In the NIV, James is translated instead of patience, it's used, the word perseverance is used. You persevere. There's persistence. Um, but as I was looking up all these words and thinking about this idea, I'm not just being patient, like tolerating the journey or just kind of rolling our eyes and just kind of like, okay, this is about a steadfastness, unwavering, firmly established perseverance, persistence, as I was looking up those definitions, when I looked up perseverance, there was a theological definition under, under the heading. And I loved this, you guys. I loved it. It said, continuance. Um, oh, now I can't read my writing. <laughs> continuance in a state of grace to the end. Patience, perseverance, steadfastness. It's all can be summed up as just the ability to continue in a state of grace to the end, to not bail, to not say this is, this isn't going quick enough. This isn't fixing quick enough. I'm continuing in that state of grace to be healed, to walk out this journey with the Lord, whatever that looks like. And however long it takes, isn't that a beautiful concept of what this part of Christ centered health looks like? I'm patient. I'm grounded in, in, Firmly established in the idea of continuing his continuing in his grace until the end of my life to find this health, to pursue it through that persistence. And again, we talked so much in episode nine about how we need his grace to even have that kind of persistence, right? Our natural man wants to bail. I mean, it just wants it to be easier. I was sitting in the front room with my daughter, um, the other day and we, and she's a personal trainer. I've talked about Lexi before and she uh, is studying nutrition. She's kind of got her own story and she was venting. I know she wouldn't care if I shared this. I probably should have asked her first. <laughs> uh, now that I said her name, it's funny. Anyway, we've talked about her being on the podcast, so she's all good. Anyway, she was venting about how long the process is and just being like, why can't it just be over? Why can't I just get past this? Why is it still a battle? Why is it still a struggle, the food struggle? And we all have different ways of what that looks like in our lives. But right, haven't we all hit that point where we're just like, I'm so done. I'm so tired. I don't want to keep walking in patience. 
I want it to be over. I want to fix. I've been patient. Now I want it fixed. I don't want to battle this anymore. So where my thoughts went this morning, understanding I need to have patience. I get that. The question I kept asking myself is, how do I get past my desire for a quick fix? Like, I get that I do it and that I want a quick fix. How do I get past that and settle that down so I can become more patient and have that ability to persevere and quit having this impulse in my heart where I just want it fixed? How do I get past that? And, and what, as I pondered, as I thought um, more about it, you think about the transformation process in scripture. Um, the words used in scripture to explain this process of being healed and transformed and changed through Christ. It's about, it uses words about that center on being renewed, a new creature in Christ, being reborn through him. It is completely like a rising up from the ashes becoming new and changed and transformed. And so really, isn't the key to patience being so transformed in the way we think that we don't need, I'll say it differently, that we let the Lord rework our quick fix mentality. We tackle that because it's our main obstacle to patience, right? We offer that to him on the altar and say, please change this. My heart, I'm just tired of the battle. I'm sick of trying one more day. I want it over. How can I settle that down and see it in a new way so that it'll keep, it won't keep bugging me? I, I can be patient. I can see the big picture. What happened for me is I, I, think, I think what finally started to shift things for me when it came to, let's just go in the area of weight loss. And, and dieting and all of that, that so many of us tackle over and over and over and over. Doesn't our world often handle it only on the outward physical level, right? We get talk about calories and carbs and, you know, macros and enzymes and metabolism and everything our body needs to function right. And you just burn this many calories and then do this many minutes of hit. It's all this outward physical like structure to tackle this. And then, like I've said many times before, I have people sitting in the office with me, and I've done this, where they look at me and they go, I I know what I need to do. I just don't do it. And I don't understand why. (laughs) Like, I know all, I know it all. I just, I don't care. I just don't do it. I choose something different. Even though I'm watching myself do it, I still choose it. I think the biggest thing for me was this aha moment that went, JC, you're trying to handle your health journey on just a physical level, but the heart and the mind almost play a bigger role in this than just the complications of the body. Just getting all the things right with the calories and the carbs and when do I eat and how much do I eat and what do I eat? That's all important. But I wasn't letting my heart and my mind have a say in this. And those are the levels on which I needed to be most transformed. When someone sits on the couch in my office and says that to me, isn't that a red flag that subconsciously deep in their thoughts, deep in their belief system, there's something going on that they can't see that needs to be transformed. That does not happen quickly. 
We're trying to handle it on the outward level when actually we need deep inward changes. And that's going to take patience. There's no other way to do it. There's no quick fix to heal the mind. I mean, come on, guys. We've been doing season after season. We did an entire season on the mind and barely began to touch the complexities of having our mind transformed and healed and renewed through Christ. This is not a fast process, but it is what drives our food issues and our struggles and our health issues. We have to get to the root of it and it's going to take time. That is why the patience is needed. You can keep trying to, I've used this example, but let's throw it out there again. Mow down the weeds with the lawnmower, right? It's a quick fix. Looks great. But they grow right back. It does, it does, the quick fix does not work when things are rooted deeply, deeply under the surface. I was thinking of an example. And again, guys, I'm getting really flaky in my old age. And I know I share things multiple times. (laughs) I'm sorry I do that. I don't remember that I've said it and then I'll, I'll listen to a, an episode and go, oh, dang, I shared that in another one. If it happens, it happens. This is, this is me at age almost 50. This is what it looks like. But I don't think I've shared this, so I'm going to share it anyway. But if I have, forgive me. Uh, my boss inter- introduced me to a book called The Ant and the Elephant, and I still haven't read it. <laughs> but I love the idea behind it. The author um, uses the ant to represent our conscious mind, all those outward thoughts, you know, our little plans for the day, our to-do list, all the conscious things that we're, we're dealing with on a daily basis. And the elephant is our deeply subconscious mind. All the stuff that goes on below the surface, I mean, subconscious, below our consciousness, underneath the surface that we don't really see on a daily basis, the ant and the elephant. And again, if we're trying to do a quick fix with the ant, Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to eat this many calories and handle it this way. And we're handling on the ant level. But the elephant deep below the surface is moving in the opposite direction. Number one, we're not going to have much success. But number two, how much time does it take to get an elephant turned around and going in another direction? Right? How much time... (laughs) See a quick fix to get him, picture that in your mind, to get an elephant going completely in the opposite direction. My subconscious mind, when it came to food, had its own agenda. That food was comfort to me. It was love. It was happiness. It was everything to me. And to get that broken down and turned around and walking in a different direction, I'm sorry. Quick fix? No way. It took patience. It took patience and lots and lots and lots of grace. You know what I learned um, by looking back? Sometimes it's hard to see when you're looking forward in your life, but looking back, I think a lot of the patience was my own fault. And let me explain what I mean by that. I, I think the Lord had to drag it on because I was trying to find my answers in the quick fixes And he had to let that journey just keep going on and keep going on until I had tried enough of them and failed at enough of them that I finally could see and go, oh, yeah, that didn't work at all. He had to let me walk that path so I wouldn't fight him and be like, no, no, this thing over here, this is going to do it. Now I've tried enough of those things, quote unquote, (laughs) that I finally am to the point where I'm like, okay, 
the answer's deeper and a little harder, but I can see now that's the only way to go. Nothing else is working. It took that journey. It was my own blindness, my own fault that it took so long. I can't always blame him and say, he's making this so long. He won't fix me. He's saying, I think sometimes he's looking at us and going, well, I have the answer, but it's deeper than you may have wanted to go. So you can keep spinning your wheels in this direction until you realize that this, this is going to take a little more time. It's going to go deeper. You have to grapple with the tough stuff and it's not an easy fix. And until you're to that point where you accept that, this is going to be a long, slow, painful journey, right? I mean, I did that with my sugar addiction. The book that healed me was brought into my life two years before I actually had my light bulb moment. I read it two years before that and went, nah, this is too extreme, right? Too hard. I wanted a quick, I didn't want to face it. I didn't want to face the tough stuff. I put it right back in the library. I said, that's dumb. No way. Timing. It took two more years of struggle for me. Again, I could have shaken my fist at God and said, this, this is just never getting better. And I'm sure he's grinning going, well, I gave you the answer. You just weren't ready. So I had to let you flounder a bit longer until your eyes would finally be open to see. Oh, okay. Okay, maybe I need to take a second look at this. <laughs> so a lot of times it's us. And, and I, I don't think we need to shame ourselves about that. I think it's okay that we just often are drawn to the path of least resistance. We want it to be easy. It's sometimes hard to face some of those tough patterns and habits. Go back into our childhood. Look at some of those things. That's, that's hard work. And sometimes we're not ready for it. And I think he gives us grace for even that in his timing he knows that the, the timing's part of it too. And so he'll have patience with us. He'll ask us to have patience with the process. And we'll get there when the time is right. But the other um, idea that really struck me, I was reading in Second Peter. Let me find it right here. Sorry. I know I should do it on my phone, but it's easier to just look it up. Okay. Second Peter 3, um, the very end of the, the chapter. Ye therefore, beloved... Seeing ye know these things before, beware lest ye also, being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. So he's warning, Paul's war oh no, Peter, sorry, warning us not to fall from our steadfastness, our patience, our perseverance. So what does he say in the next verse to help us with that? He says, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's, that's what it's all about, really, is growing in grace, growing in the continuance in a state of grace to the end, right? Um, but as I was thinking about this, what finally struck me this morning, and maybe I've said some version of this before, but really the slow journey, one day at a time that we've outlined, that it takes some time to work through these things, it's not a quick fix, that slow journey is a vehicle to teach me what it looks like to continue in a state of grace. Again, we can be thankful that our issues aren't easily fixed or we wouldn't learn to walk in grace. The fact that I have deep issues, my elephant level, right? <laughs> deep elephant subconscious issues with food that take time to be dug up and looked at and reworked 
that whole process is slow because I will learn day in, day out to rely on grace. Whereas if it were quick fix, I wouldn't need for grace. I'd be like, oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, thanks for fixing me. I'm good. I don't need you anymore, <laughs> right? But the fact that I need him again yet today and again the next day and again the next day, it it's a gift. That long drawn out struggle is a gift to teach me to continue in a state of grace to the end, like that definition said. It works patience in me because I slowly learn, okay, I, and I get up tomorrow and I face the kitchen again and I have to rely on him again. And then I get up tomorrow and I face the kitchen again and I have to rely on him again. It's a, a practice that will build such a, a state of dependence in me like we talked about in grace in our last episode, getting to the point where we are so strong in grace that grace has become like breath to us. That's the gift of the long patient journey is it does that for us because the journey isn't a quick fix. It teaches us that very thing to grow in grace, to become, have it become like breath. Can you see how, when we start to look at it this way, we can shift instead of stomping our feet at God and being kind of mad that it's not fixed faster. <laughs> we get past our desire for a quick fix because we then begin to understand, wait, this process of slowly reaching for him day in, day out, even if it's messy, even if I feel like he's not there some days, even if it just doesn't move as fast and I don't heal as fast as I want to. It's a beautiful process of the discovery of the walk of grace. The patience builds our dependence on grace and on Christ. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And maybe, just maybe, that, that idea alone will help us embrace the journey and the patience of it instead of looking at an episode that I put out today and going, ah, oh, dang, it's on patience I don't want to listen to that one. <laughs> Where can, we can shift and say, okay, but the patient journey is what's creating a big, big heart for Christ in me because I have to do it again and again and again and again. It's like a bodybuilder, right? I should have enormous muscles by the time this is done. Enormous grace muscles. An enormous um, diet of grace, just filling me and infusing me and saturating me, like that quote said in our last episode. It isn't a bad thing that the quick fixes don't work. It isn't. Christ-centered health includes the gift of patience that comes through him, the perseverance that comes through him as we rely and turn in any way we possibly can, whatever that looks like in your daily life. That is how we get there. No matter the state of our health, no matter what we're dealing with, if it's an eating disorder, binge eating, overcoming sugar addiction, emotional eating, a negative body image, whatever the intense battle is, the fact that it takes a slow patient journey is a gift. I hope I communicated that well. I still wonder, but you know, my mind was all over the place. So you got to go there with me. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. Slowly it, it's okay if you don't embrace that today. Like, yes, patience is awesome. <laughs> I'm okay with that too. 
our natural man's going to fight us on this. But maybe just for today. How about that? Maybe just for today. Look at ways that a long, slow journey can be a gift. Journal about it. Think about it. How is this requirement that it takes time to transform us? How can that be a gift? And how can it draw us closer to Christ? Have a wonderful week and we will see you in the next episode.